everyone. Welcome to the latest episode of Time Love Coffee Peace. This is your host, Lisa Marie Chirko. I'm very happy to be joined by my special guest today, my kitty, Crystal Kitty. Crystal, say hi to everybody, honey. This is Crystal, and I have invited her today to be my very special guest. Yes, honey, I know. Yes. And, you know, folks, this is the fourth installment of my special series, which outlines my show, Time, Love, Coffee, Peace. It outlines each of those words. So I encourage you to go back when you have the time and to listen to each one of those episodes. I discuss the word time. I discuss love, coffee, and now peace. And there's so much more than just words. There's reasons why I chose them to to be the name of my podcast. And um, it's, it's sort of a deep dive into each one of those. So I think you'll really, really enjoy um, understanding, or I should say discovering, not understanding, discovering uh, why I, I chose those words and how this all comes together in my radio show and for my future episodes. So today I have my final episode, as I said, all about peace. And just as I said, when I was discussing love, it's, it's intimidating. It's daunting to, to even begin a discussion about something that is so important something that is part of our essence, you know, something that makes our world go around. And uh, we're living in some very challenging times. I had Crystal be my guest because uh, I just, a little reminder for folks that um, I am blessed to have Crystal in my life. And during this global pandemic, many people have given our four-legged friends forever homes and uh, it's beautiful to see that the animal kingdom they're so different from us you know they they operate with unity they operate with peace and love they work together play together have families together they grieve their loved ones when they die and uh, we have so much to learn from them and primarily uh, you know they are pure light and love. Human beings are not the same. Uh, an, an animal uh, is not going to turn their back on you. They're not going to be different on Wednesday than they were on Monday. The list will go, go on and on. So that's why I had Crystal, who has just, uh, she, she's interested in having a snack right now. So she's not, no longer beside me, but you'll probably hear her meowing um, over the next few minutes. But anyway, um, yeah, so it, it was just a reminder of, you know, our neighbors, you know, they're all around us. And it's just so sad to see some of the things that are going on um, in the animal kingdom, how humans are forgetting that uh, these beautiful blessings in our lives um, are pure light and love. We have so much to learn from them. Getting back to peace. Wow. You know, uh, it's a huge topic. And it is intimidating to talk about it. But when I was thinking about what the name of my show would be, uh, I chose these words very carefully. And it was built around what we all want more of in our lives. Okay? 
So we all would like more time. We all would like more love in our lives, more time in our lives, more love in our lives, more peace in our lives. And by coffee, I have to explain that. Yes, I am a coffee lover, but it's more than that. It's what the coffee represents. It represents comfort. Uh, It represents um, relaxation, doing something for yourself, self-compassion. Coffee brings people together. Um, Coffee is, is so much more than caffeine, you know. It's it's something that brings you joy every day, something you look forward to. There's a lot to it. So it was more of a metaphor, really, um, besides the fact that I am a coffee lover. So please listen to that episode, and you'll hear more details all about that. So now getting back to peace, I am going to go into this episode with a quote from someone that. I know most of my listeners are familiar with her beautiful writing. And this is Anne Frank. This is a direct quote from Anne's diary. It's really a wonder that I haven't dropped all my ideals because they seem so absurd and impossible to carry out. Yet I keep them because in spite of everything, I still believe that people are really good at heart I simply can't build up my hopes on a foundation consisting of confusion, misery, and death. I see the world gradually being turned into a wilderness. I hear the ever-approaching thunder, which will destroy us, too. I can feel the sufferings of millions, and yet, if I look up into the heavens, I think that it will all come right, that this cruelty, too, will end and that peace and tranquility will return again. So Anne Frank wrote that in the middle of the Holocaust. Wow, huh? What, what profound wisdom coming from a young girl. And we know how Anne's story ended. And how can we relate that to our lives today? Um, you know, in, in 2015, I wrote two books. And happy to share with everyone that very soon um, I will have an Amazon author page and you'll be able to to read my books, purchase my books, and and enjoy them. Uh, I wrote them to inspire and empower people. And the first one is called Take the Freedom, Leave the Fear. And the second one is called What's Compassion Have to Do With It? I thought it would be interesting for listeners to for me to read a few paragraphs from my book, What's Compassion Have to Do With It, and compare it to what's going on in our world right now. The global pandemic, like I have uh, commented before, mentioned before, uh, actually in my previous uh, episode about coffee, I mentioned this, that uh, COVID-19, the global pandemic, casts a long shadow. So it's not just you know, uh, going in one direction, it's spiraling out in many directions, touching many different areas of our lives, many, many, many different areas, cast a long shadow. And peace is something that we don't seem to have at all right now. Um, There's a lot of unrest due to the COVID-19 virus 
and uh, the United States has passed a, a grim milestone uh, of more than 200,000 people have lost their lives due to this virus. There are many, many, many around the world who have lost uh, their life to this virus. So um, unrest <clears throat> is putting it mildly. Um, there's so many other things that are all going on simultaneously uh, and with our, vi- our environment as well. You know, um, the great state of California, the great state of Washington, the great state of Oregon have, you know, right now ex- experiencing unprecedented, unprecedented wildfires. On the other side of the world, Australia had, uh, their, you know, their, I believe it was the, the, their worst season, wildfire season ever. And the devastation was enormous. Uh, and there was a lot of wildlife that perished as well in addition to um, homes and properties destroyed and, and people who lost their lives. And we uh, we have uh, <laughs> the Arctic melting. We have a lot of issues in our environment. Uh, climate change is real, and it's taking place right now. Uh, there's just a spiral of conditions that are happening, and they're our lands are not peace-filled. They are not. Now, I'm going to back up a little, like I said, and go over to my book and read a little bit from that, going to page 13. Again, keep in mind, this is written in the year 2015, and I'm just simply reading this as a comparison and a contrast for nothing more than that. I just thought that listeners would find it interesting. Here we go. Today, it is just not easy to be an inhabitant of planet Earth. In fact, this day and age may be one of the most difficult that we have ever experienced for a variety of reasons. No matter where you turn, there's plenty of suffering and pain and truckloads of negativity. In the United States, while drones fly overhead and we marvel at the newest tech startup to join the Billion Dollar Club, we face our fair share of difficulties. We are divided, angry, outraged, and very stressed. Greed appears to be the order of the day. Injustice, inequality, and intolerance persist. Racism continues to extend its long arm, refusing to loosen its tight grip on society. Riots stemming from police brutality escalate and anger spills into the streets. Children are neglected, abused, and exploited. Drug and alcohol addiction is found in every age group and walk of life and continues its expansion into small-town America. Suicide steals our soldiers when they return home, and many veterans live haunted by depression and post-traumatic stress disorder. The fight for a living wage continues for people who just barely make their ends meet. Women are still paid less than men for doing the same job, while the rise of CEOs' pay far outpaces the average worker's pay. Unemployment clings like a stray dog following us through the streets. Bullying jumps from the playground to social media, triggering teens to take their own lives. Hazing continues in high school locker rooms and across college campuses. Hi, Crystal. As the national debate over gun control continues, gun violence violence escalates and shocking and senseless murders increase in number. 
Our friends and family members continue to die from devastating diseases such as cancer and Alzheimer's. And untreatable superbugs also take lives. Overseas, outbreaks of deadly viruses such as Ebola pose a looming danger to our shores. As innovations in technology advance and speed up the pace of our lives, modern warfare is carried out through cyber attacks. These attacks impact both individuals and businesses and pose an ongoing threat for the entire nation. Brownfields dot our landscape. Grim reminders that contaminated soil and groundwater replaced once pristine land. So I'll leave it at there, folks. Um, you know, that's 2015 when I was writing about conditions in my country, which is the United States, and all over planet Earth. How interesting it is to see, you know, what's changed. The short answer is, hmm, not much has changed. Things have gotten worse. And this is not an episode to uh, depress people or stress people out more. Um, I'm talking about peace. And, you know, is it, is it possible? I'm going to go back to what Anne Frank wrote about, you know, in, in the middle of the Holocaust. She says, again, I can feel the sufferings of millions. And yet if I look up into the heavens, I think that it will all come right, that this cruelty too will end and that peace and tranquility will return again. So what is it that we, you know, what is it that we have to do to bring, you know, into our day, into our lives, into our families, into our communities, into our world? What is it that we have to do? Hmm. Well, you know, it's uh that's not easy to answer, but it really does start with each individual. It really does. Um, can obtaining peace, I wonder, be as simple as what John Lennon wrote to the lyrics he wrote in the song entitled Give Peace a Chance? And, and the line is, the lyric from that song, you probably already know it, you've heard it, all we are saying is give peace a chance. Crystal wants to say something. Honey, how do you feel peaceful inside every day, huh? Yeah. She's just being crystal. You know, animals just, they, they've got a better, a better take on all of this. It's tough for us. We are pulled in so many different directions. There are, you know, working moms now due to the pandemic that are home helping their children get through the school day because the kids cannot go to school in person. And, and they're juggling now more than ever. There are caregivers who have brought their loved one home from a long-term care setting or an assisted living setting, and they are taking care of their mom, their dad, their their, their grandparent, et cetera, in their home because they, they want to save them from the virus. Um, you know, there are caregivers uh, of folks who have all different types of um, disorders, illnesses, you know, uh, who, who've been caregivers. And now due to the pandemic, everything is just multiplied. So how can we attain, how can we attain that peace within ourselves? You know, and it's tough too. Again, you're, you're pulled in so many different directions. The pandemic has made everything worse. Um, from an economic standpoint, there are many, many people out of work. And that creates stress. There are businesses that are closing. There are people wondering what they're going to do with the rest of their lives. So, that, again, this is this 
I've talked about it in previous episodes, a huge paradigm shift, a huge paradigm shift that's slowly been taking place. And now things are speeding up a little bit. And the pandemic is, is moving everything ahead. But we've got to get to peace. What are those pathways? You know, what are those, what are those pathways? There's no easy answers. Um, but something came to mind, too. Uh, this is beautiful. When we look out at Mother Nature, again, inviting Miss Crystal to be my guest tonight, looking to the animal kingdom, how beautifully they get along in groups and they get things done and they coexist with one another. And look to Mother Nature, look to everything, look to, look to the stars. Now, uh, my apologies for not knowing which astronaut this is or which mission he flew, but I had seen this quote, and I'm going to paraphrase it now. I don't have it in front of me, but it came into my head and I wanted to share it. Um, something to the effect of, and he did actually uh, use a, uh, a curse word here. I'm not going to say it on the air, but to the effects of, I would like to get every politician up here in space with me and have them look down because he, he had, you know, as an astronaut, the honor of being in space and looking down at planet earth. And um, one can just imagine the, uh, the awe of, you know, that beauty to, to see your planet and look down and say, that's where I live, you know? And he, he was blown away. And it was so hard for him to ex- express all that beauty. And he, and then he thought about peace. He thought about, uh, you know, the unrest, all the issues that we have in the United States. And his, his thought that he was expressing was, I'd like to bring them all up here and say, look down at that. Look down on that magnificent beauty. And then you'll never argue about anything again, you know. And the point I wanted to make about, to tie into this is, you know, the year is 2020. I'm recording this on the 24th of September in the year 2020. Why are we arguing about things like, you know, some people should have clean air, breathe clean air, and others don't get to breathe clean air because of where they live and their proximity to pollution. Some people don't have access to clean water. Some people don't have enough food to eat or, or they don't have the ability to get uh, an education. They don't have an ability to have health care. Why are we arguing about these things that are so fundamental to our, our humanity? And, you know, we're supposed to be enlightened now, right? It's, it's the year 2020. But here we are, and look at the things that we're arguing about. And I, I had read to you my synopsis back in, in 2015 in my, in my book, What's Compassion Have to Do With It? And how little has changed, you know? And, and that's, that's very sad. And, you know, five years from now, yes, Crystal, five years from now, will things be better or worse? You know, we, I am optimistic. I, I will always be optimistic. But we have to, we have to start somewhere. And, and it's tough 
when the headlines every day are just sometimes heart stopping and, and they cause the headlines themselves cause stress. Now I am going to quote from yesterday's headlines. These are direct quotes. Okay. Here we go. So yesterday was the the 23rd of September in the year 2020. Peace was in the headlines yesterday. Okay, headline number one. Trump refuses to commit to a peaceful post-election transfer of power. Headline number two. Protests last night in the U.S. over the Breonna Taylor decision. Headline number three. The people of Switzerland will vote later this month on the future of their country's fleet of fighter jets. The Swiss Air Force would like to replace its aging F-A-18 Hornet fighters, but opponents cite the fact that Switzerland has enjoyed two centuries of peace and is surrounded by friendly countries making new jets an unnecessary purchase. So there are three headlines, all having to, to do with peace and justice. Uh, I, I thought folks would find the, the Switzerland headline particularly interesting. Two centuries of peace, and now this beautiful country, and I have visited Switzerland. I had the, the blessing to go there on a ski trip, and it blew my mind. What a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful country. I, I hope to go back there someday. So now they've had all those many, many days of peace, and they're thinking – and they're surrounded by friendly countries, but thinking somehow they will need to make this purchase of a fleet of fighter jets. Hmm. So I, I can't even go to um, the other two headlines. They, you know, we've had a problem um, in our country with basically fighting with one another right now for quite a, quite some time, we are not united. We are not united for lots of different reasons, uh, and things are, are really uh, boiling over right now. It, I, I suppose, none of us would ever have imagined, even a, a year ago, that we would be divided over the wearing of masks. That somehow healthcare would become uh, political, but right now we're we're at a, a shocking place, and uh, it's not good. It's not good. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever think you'd argue with your neighbor over over pandemic, over over their opinion versus your opinion about the state of the pandemic? So there's there's unpeaceful. Is that a word? Unpeaceful. <laughs> There are, there's unrest, there's, around all of that is a very negative, a negative vibe. So what can we do? So again, I'm, um, I'm talking about a tough topic, but I chose it because I'm hoping that there's a solution, that we will give peace a chance. Perhaps the easiest way to start is just within ourselves. So the question that I would ask everyone listening is, from day to day, how are you being peaceful with yourself? You know, do you have peace in your, in your mind, in your heart, 
in your soul. And if not, find a way to get there. Find a way to bring that peace into your life, you know. Um, and certainly we all want to bring peace into our families, our communities, um, and then further out, you know, uh, into our nation, into the world. But that positive energy, that peace vibe starts within. So if we start with ourselves, that's the best place to start. We might not be able to, all that long list that I was giving you when I was reading um, the paragraphs from my book about compassion, we can't solve each one of those issues. You know, collectively we can, but if we start with ourselves, that's a great place to start. Start. So you wake up in the morning, you might be feeling angry and frustrated, and you're going to read headlines that are going to be very unsettling. And you're going to wish that your neighbor or your family member or, uh, or a friend of yours who maybe lives on the other side of the country or the other side of the world thought the way you did about a particular issue, and you're angry that they don't or frustrated that they don't. Or you're heartbroken. You, you've had loss in your life through a, perhaps a job um, or a loved one who has passed away. You have grief that you just can't shake or sadness that you just can't shake. So all of those things collectively are going to impact how peaceful you feel about your own life. But peace is attainable inside of you. It is. If you quiet your mind and remember that love and peace exist and light exists inside of you always. It's there. All you have to do is just tap into it. Just turn that light on. It's there for you. And then once you do that, then you are able to bring that peace outside of yourself into everyone else around you. So the questions I leave you with is how will you make peace inside yourself? How will you feel peaceful in your life today? And how can you, it may not be perfect for you every day, but how can you carry that peace out, you know, um, as, as the days and the months, as your life goes on, and then spread it around you like you're throwing confetti. You know, it's, it's, it's a chain reaction, spreading the light, spreading the love, spreading the peace. What are you going to do to promote peace today in your life? And I'm going to end uh, this episode with a quote by Jesus from the book of Matthew, chapter 5, verses 3 to 12. Those are all the Beatitudes, but I'm going to focus on the one about peace. And many of you know it well. And here it is. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. This is Lisa Marie Cherko signing off. Again, I'm going to read that beatitude again. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Something beautiful to think about. This is Lisa Marie Chirko, host of Time, Love, Coffee, Peace. Thank you for joining me today. And as always, I wish all of you all green lights. Take good care. <laughs>